0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Look for an oasis in the desert with me. Corey Paul is back as forth. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Welcome to another episode of Something's Brewin'. How's everybody doing? Episode number 31. Finally got a win. If you're a Bruins fan, it's this is Sunday, September 22nd. I bet you're feeling pretty good right now because that was one unbelievable game last night. So, lots to talk about today. Much different attitude than weeks past, I can promise you that. Ah, <sighs> feels good, feels good. This episode brought to you by Rocco's Tavern in Westwood, the only place to watch sports in Westwood. Consistently getting new listeners. Producer Dan, very excited. Thank you all for uh, tuning in. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe if you haven't yet. And a big thank you to the listeners that have been here since day one as well. We've been picking up some, some new folks, and it it's just feels feels great. Check us out at SomethingsBruin.com. Follow us on Instagram at somethingsbrewin, or shoot us an email, Corey, at SomethingsBruin.com. All right, so producer Dan, happy birthday, my friend! <laughs> oh, if I'd known you were gonna
0: um, I bring that up, guard. yeah, I if I'd known you were gonna bring that up, I would have played everybody the little song you sang on my my voicemail. <laughs> Darn! Um, All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna edit that in right here. Yeah, yeah that's a good <laughs> idea.
1: So, um, before we get started on the typical uh, layout, mm. I finally have another favorite. 31, no, a favorite this is official. 30, official 31. All right, all right. It's been a uh, a number of weeks, and that is none other than Mr. Greg Maddox, uh, one of my my favorite pitcher of all time. Started with the Chicago Cubs in 1986. Uh, a little Harry Carey. I can never get enough Harry Carey. Um uh, Actually played for the Cubs twice, from 86 to 92, and again from 04 to 06. Eight-time All-Star, World Series champion with the Braves in 95, four-time NL Cy Young winner, 18-time Golden Glove winner, actually, Uh, a three-time wins leader, a four-time ERA leader, numbers retired for the Cubs and Braves inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2014 as a first ballot Hall of Famer with 97.2% per, uh, of the vote and just loved his attitude you know as a as a, uh, a short slow quarterback you can appreciate the the uh, <laughs> you know not the the guy that couldn't that didn't throw the ball 100 yards and still had 3 Thousand over three thousand strikeouts. Uh, not to forget where he's actually at the all-time win list. Should have written that down, but I know he's high. So it's been a while, but we're back to we brought we were able to fit in uh, literally our favorite number thirty-one of all time. So with that, we are off. <sighs> okay, for the first time <laughs> in over a month. We don't even have to say the word crap, okay? So let's start off with with the UCLA football recap. (sighs) So, if you tuned in last week, um, all I asked for, all we asked for, really, Dan, was... It's simple. ...was an entertaining game. Do you remember at the end? I remember that All we really said, we don't want to get greedy, just give us an entertaining game. Yes. Well, I'll tell you, we saw one of the most in the whole country by the way yeah national tv saw one of the most entertaining college football games i've ever seen in my life yeah boy yes i'm ser- you know seriously oh yeah um i actually went on to spokane radio this week espn in spokane and they said so how do you see ucla coming away with a win this week and i said well the, uh, the really the only way I see us winning is if we get an interception return for a touchdown, so a pick six, and we have to have a like a punt return for a touchdown or something like that.
0: Mm. <laughs>
1: well, we ended up getting six turnovers. Yeah. Okay. We took a kickoff, a kick return, a hundred yards for a touchdown. Yeah. And a punt return for a touchdown. And nice. we won sixty seven to sixty three. Amongst Gardner Minshew mania, uh, for those of you that watch the game, I mean, holy cow! Did that guy get enough press for God's sakes? Um, and I got to tell you, there's so many, so many things to talk about. Um, it, I really, really liked the play calling that Chip. Did from from the beginning of the game I thought that even though he, we did not we were not successful on offense in the first you know two and a half quarters really um, he he ha- he was calling a great game and he was putting DTR in positions to make open throws uh, he was having a hard time finding the open receivers but then something just clicked in the middle of that third quarter and all of a sudden you know DTR you know Broke records for <laughs> yards and touchdowns and halves and quarters and uh, and in a night where the other the opposing quarterback literally literally had nine touchdown passes. About a halftime, I, I think I was texting with somebody. And I said, "You know, this is the Washington State quarterback Anthony Gordon. He had already had eight touchdown passes yeah. in the first half." Yeah. and you felt like this is going to be this is going to be a disaster. I mean, we started out with a nice uh, interception on uh, the first drive called a great zone blitz where our defensive end um, literally pretends like he's going to he's going to rush the quarterback then he backs up into coverage right over the middle quarterback throws it right to him you think oh this is going great we go down we score it's feeling good right but then the methodical offense that they have it really was actually amazing to watch Uh, and they were just crushing us tearing us apart literally to the tune of eight touchdowns in, in, in the first half so um but we hung in there, and and by the end of the game, really by the end of the second half, in the second half, Rob, Robinson DTR threw for 507 yards and five touchdowns, one only three times, three times that uh, a quarterback has thrown for over 500 yards, Cade McDowell and Drew Olson, the other two, um, but... Uh, Like we had, there was over a thousand yards of total offense at the by the beginning of the fourth quarter. There was still more more to happen after uh, after that, but uh, you know, I just would say you know we we had we had failed to score more than fourteen points in each of our three losses, uh, and we certainly just stormed back. There was a I I felt like this though I I, so I don't want to get you know over our skis here. (laughs) <laughs> Obviously, I'll take a take a win no matter if it was, in my opinion, you know, kind of lucky how we ended up getting the win. Um, because when the game was tight and it started out, I thought we, you know, got significantly outplayed, and then Washington State really, really messed up. I mean, they basically thought to themselves, "We got this game in the bag," and they took their foot off the gas, and we capitalized big time with some of the plays I've already mentioned yeah they turned into one of those instead of the cougar um but uh you know again i would never say i feel sorry for the washington State Cougars, <laughs> right, but right. because those those poor fans i th- I, th- I think they just saw their their uh, their potential uh, play college football playoff hopes go down yeah. go down the yeah. tubes uh and and that and that quarterback Anthony Gordon, I would have said was a long shot for the Heisman uh, if they would have won that game, mm-hmm. but with that loss he's he 'll never get a chance to win the Heisman either but uh again just sort of a little surreal because then coming back in the middle of the third quarter all of a sudden you know DTR is it looks like a totally different person and we because we started picking up this pace of the offense but I also went back and hit like pause and watched the plays over and over a couple times we ran a number of the same plays in the second half that we ran in the first half that were open and just went oh, back really? to them and yeah. were able to run them again and they were successful the second time running where we missed them in the first half. That's again why I you want to give credit to uh, to Chip and the, co- and the rest of the coaching staff uh, don't give any credit to the defensive coaching staff for the first two and a half quarters but then I got to give a lot of credit to the defensive coaching staff you know and and uh, you know, um, as an RO is getting a lot of heat and has been for the first couple of weeks and rightfully so, or first you know beginning of the season, rightfully so. But when he needed some stops on defense, right, we got him, right, and 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 we had practically zero turnovers in the first uh, you know th- three games. I think we had two, uh, and we ended up getting six in this game. So, big shout out to the defensive players. Uh, for for making a huge stops when they needed it but talk about making it more difficult on yourselves holy cow I mean <laughs> we got just ran through in the first two and a half quarters but I you know I, I want to see, DTR do it when the pressure's on the line at the beginning of the game. And we're going to talk a little bit more about this at the in Brooklyn's Bridge, so I don't want to use you know use up all of it, which again, another hint for our, our UCLA faithful <laughs> stick to stick around. Stick around, stick around. Uh but I like the way that the the offense felt like the flow was happening quicker and uh the spread offense was being spread all across the field and DTR was rushing for positive yardage yardage for what feels like the first time in the season um you know, so lots of things came together in a quarter and a half of football yeah but one thing that I have not I did not see any and I do I want to give again a lot of credit to Chip Kelly and the coaching staff for hanging in there and and getting the kids to stay focused even though there was not a lot to be positive about Yeah, but one thing I haven't seen them given a hard time at all or even ask him the question I've scoured uh, for footage or or, or Confirmation was when he did not Go for the field goal at towards the end of the game It was fourth and five We had a a relatively easy field goal to make and he opted to go for go for it on fourth down When we could have been tied 63 63 at a time when we are just starting to get stops And I I thought I actually got a text from uh, another friend that said, what the hell is going on? How can you not kick the field goal? (laughs) And I was a little bit behind on the uh, tape delay. And I thought, no, he's not. He's going to go for it. Sure enough, he goes for it. And then my, my buddy shot me another text. He goes, that's that was the call of a coach that's already been told that he has two more years to make this work <laughs> right because and and that's what I don't understand yeah. i know i know chip is tough with the media and he doesn't have a great relationship with them right now uh you know are, rightfully so uh for multiple reasons but how can you not ask somebody that even I don't care if you win or not. Like right, that was one of the right. the most egregious calls I've ever seen in a college football game.
0: Well, Chip doesn't like to talk to the press, though. In fact, this is this is an entire uh, press conference recording that we have here. Chip Kelly after the game. We won. <laughs> That's the whole thing. That's it. Pretty much it. How's it feel? We won. <laughs> That's it.
1: Well, you're, like, again, I, I I would say if I'm going to give out a game ball, I'm I'm actually going to give the game ball to all of the coaches, uh, and especially this guy uh, is probably not going to. This will probably be his only game ball potentially ever, but he deserves it. Uh, <laughs> it the, the 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 overall goes to the coaches yeah. for keeping the kids in it, and but more importantly to Derek Sage, the special teams coach, because. Without at the end of the day, without the kickoff return for a touchdown and the punt return for a touchdown, now granted two great individual efforts by um, by uh, Felton and why am I blanking on number two's name, but two great individual efforts. However, the rest of the special teams players needed to put him in that position. Mm-hmm. Felton's was an unbelievable run, but there was a lot of other you know good blocks too but that that was an unbelievable run but shout out to Derek Sage because again, like the back and forth in that second half those were two extremely critical plays that typically don't happen in a game yeah um so um You know, Washington State, I think you're going to find that they're going to win plenty of games throughout the rest of the year. And I can't wait to see if this could literally be like a career-changing win for Chip Kelly and and, and Dorian Thompson Robinson. I'm hoping for that because this feels so much better. It you, does, right? It's it's like even even I'll take, you know. I, I was I've been going on, you know, uh, what to name this episode, and it's it's just a, I, I I'm gonna go with this, which is, well, as you're gonna be downloading, you already know, but it's uh, I'll take lucky over good. <laughs> dot 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 for now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean by I that? I Think
0: so. Yeah. 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 You know,
1: I would say if you're if you've been watching UCLA football over the last. 10 years then you probably agree with what i just said I, ho- I at least i hope so actually one more great one more good story oh yeah yeah uh, a guy we've talked about before was up there was up there uh, for the game and i sent i said hey can you send me a picture and he goes i'm embarrassed to say that we left at halftime and I go, don't be embarrassed at all. I I I would have left at halftime too. And then <laughs> oh I, no! And, and you got to feel that you know we talk we talk in, a, in episodes past about God being a fair man.
0: Yeah, well, wow. you
1: know it's like one of those things where I I guarantee if I went to that game and I stayed for the whole game, we wouldn't have won. But if I left <laughs> at halftime. We would have won. We would have won, right? And so, okay. so I, 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 hopefully he, he yeah, believes me. Don't regret
0: me. what you do because, yeah,
1: because you never know. It's like you, you, He was so he made the trip to Pullman for God's sakes. right? And so it was just a way of you know somebody messing with them, just the universe yeah. messing with them yeah, just a, a little, little bit. bit. So, okay, moving on. So UCLA preview coming up with Arizona next week, a seven thirty start time, uh, in the desert. Uh hopefully it's not going to be too hot because it's 7:30, but uh you know, an Arizona team that's two and one, two game winning streak after losing to Hawaii. Um got to tell a couple uh quick stories on this on this on this preview. So, a guy named Homer Smith, who a lot of the UCLA faithful should know, he was an offensive coordinator with three separate stints at UCLA, uh 72 to 73, 80 to 86 and 90 to 93. Uh great a great old school dude fantastic offensive mind one of the pioneers of the West Coast offense and this guy was the first he was the offensive coordinator at the University of Arizona when I was in high school and he was the first West Coast team they were the first West Coast team to offer me a scholarship mm. and I remember thinking wow what the heck is this who's this Homer Smith guy Did a little right. more research he actually comes out and watched me throw in the middle of the winter and I immediately had like a, a, a just an awesome connection with him ran into him years later after I was done at a UCLA function and and uh, just a, a fantastic, fantastic man uh, passed away in uh, I think 2008, I believe, but a great human being and also remember uh, brought up a, a, another story about 2000. Okay, okay, we're unranked and we're going against a ranked Arizona team mm-hmm. in Tucson, and I have a terrible game throw a couple picks i remember my parents were in the stands and people were literally heckling them about as bad as they've ever been heckled Uh, but the reason why i remember tucson on that day was because i actually had one of my longest most meaningful runs of my entire college career oh really yes I think it was about twenty yards for the game-winning rushing touchdown. Nice. And if anyone remembers that game, I was and I also did the most celebrating I've ever done. I literally came off the field, was making con- uh, you know eye contact with Deshaun Foster, and I was doing this move with my arms, almost like I was flying, <laughs> oh, yeah. and sort of like doing a little bit of a, you know, just a super cool move yeah, that I had okay. never done before, uh-huh. which right. also felt a little awkward. Right. So hopefully we can uh, hopefully we can have a replay of that. Uh, Again, at this point, I'll take another win. I don't care how it happens. Right, right. Um, we really, uh, we. I expect to see a completely different game. I would be willing to bet every asset I have that it will not be a sixty something to sixty something game. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, That may never happen again. By the way, it was kind of cool to see uh, again. Not to beat the dead horse, but it was kind of cool to see the fact that ESPN Sports Center was sort of waiting for our game to be over, and (laughs) they didn't give us the first run, but they gave our highlights second or third. Oh yeah. Oh good. You know, and for you know, again, a team that's three and eleven over the last two years, uh, you know, now now four and eleven. I would have said, you know. Yeah, we're not going to get a chance to be on national TV and get our our plays replayed, right. While everyone's watching, basically the last thing before they go to bed. Yeah, yeah. which was kind of cool. So uh, the quarterback over there at, at University of Arizona, Khalil Tate. Uh, I'm uh, curious to see if we can you know stop him. It's certainly a different type of quarterback than we faced last week at in Washington State's guy. But uh, hey, again, all, all we got to do is win again, and let's I'll take another win. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about what I, what I think it's going to take to win as well. So with that, a little more Pac 12 highlights I actually went to the USC Utah game on Friday night. Super entertaining win by SC actually 30 to 23 in a top 10 against a top 10 team in, in Utah and it had an eerily similar feeling to what's sort of going on at UCLA. You know, Clay Helton, a lot of the, the Trojan faithful are questioning, you know, what, what he's doing and. And not super happy with the way the program's going, but so a huge win, uh, and obviously the correlation being, you know, Chip having a fantastic win that he had as well. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, nothing like a Friday night at the Coliseum. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, oh, yeah? Cal In downtown LA. Yeah, mm. yeah get, try and get there before traffic gets bad. I'll tell you that. Yeah, uh, Cal remains undefeated, uh, winning at Ole Miss. Never an easy place to win, even if Ole Miss is not highly ranked. Washington gets back on track again with be a win over BYU. Oregon Oregon looks really good still at Stanford. And Justin Herbert of Oregon is my new favorite quarterback right now. I uh, hadn't, hadn't had a chance to actually watch much of him. Only had seen highlights. He's uh, he's my dark horse to win the Heisman. Um Colorado holds off ASU to get back on track. Big win for Colorado. And then uh the preview for next week, SC versus Washington is going to be a huge game. And then Washington State versus Utah, seeing if Washington State's going to get back on track uh and put that terrible loss behind them. So uh Rest of the top twenty-five. Florida's still undefeated, and Tennessee looks like they're in bad shape. I don't see that coach actually making it too much longer. Wisconsin crushes Mitch, Michigan, and Jim Harbaugh and his khakis uh, got beat again. <laughs> and by the way, I called him John Harbaugh last week, yeah. so we we haven't gone into the re, the connections or the corrections from last week, but that was one That's of the one connections. Right. Yeah, I called him John. Oh, it well. was really Jim, uh, and he's just an interesting. He's almost as interesting of an interviewer interviewee as chip kelly is is that right (laughs) we won yeah and he's so uh i like jim just he really looks at you with these big eyes he gives you more uh typically a little bit more uh a little bit more than chip does sometimes but um but
0: he's got the crazy eyes a little bit he's like he's basically like we
1: sucked we just got dominated and yeah, he looks like he's wow. like doesn't know what just happened. Wow. Uh, TCO gets upset by SMU. Talk about uh, a big day for the for the USC faithful of of Texas. You know how many kids have been trying to get can't get into USC and are going to SMU. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I heard heard that actually the other night. Uh, and then UCF loses in arguably one of the best other get best games of the, of the of the day and they hadn't lost a regular season game in 27 attempts was the longest regular season streak. They lost to pit on a last second play the ah. pit special and their coach almost dropped the F-bomb on national TV nice Notre Dame lost to Georgia in a really good game and I, I will see if Notre Dame can bounce back next week against an 18th ranked Virginia team Auburn beat A&M in College Station 28-20 to uh, was super impressed by Auburn's defense, but I thought AM would win that, especially considering they were favored by four. And then, uh, we'll sort of uh, wrap that Porsche, this portion up with the quarterbacks from LSU, Ohio state and Alabama, all looking good from a front runner standpoint for the Heisman. I, I also, I already mentioned Herbert at Oregon as a dark horse, uh, because again, Anthony Gordon's no longer got a shot in my opinion. So not a lot of big matchups nationally for the rest of the top 25. Uh, Except for those two big games that are in the Pac-12, so it'll be nice to see uh, the Pac-12 get a, a little more attention from a from a national standpoint, which we always have to argue uh, argue for and, and try and get. And then uh, UCLA is on at the night game on ESPN again, so maybe that's maybe that's the key, right? Right? Just uh, get ready for another night game, and we'll see what happens. So let's move the chains over to sports, starting with the NFL. <laughs> Okay, so didn't get to watch as much uh, NFL today was running around a little bit had to take care of a few things but the rams and browns are going on right now don't tell me what's happening dan
0: <laughs> all right oh, because I let
1: it slip yeah so i had uh, oh, i had I a meeting close. this week with uh, uh rob and sam from Roundstone. shout out for those guys shout out to those guys for two things one they were the ones that informed me that the rams were only a, negative three, and a, half, a three and a half point favorite against the browns so i Put five hundred on them, which is a big bet for me. I typically do not go anywhere near that per game. Uh, so actually, through that, and I and I'm actually my butthole is super tight at this particular <laughs> moment. So I don't want to know what's happening right there. It's got to be close to the middle of the second quarter right now. And another shout out to those guys. They convinced me to go to a Browns Bengals game in December this year. So I can't wait to talk about it. That I'm doing it now and then recap it later. Oh yeah, because they said it's literally if you don't go to a browns Bengals game before you die. Yeah, uh,
0: it's one of those. Yeah, bucket and I just technique. actually
1: took my life insurance physical, so... Last week. How you doing?
0: Are you, you going to live or what? Live?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was like I wanted to say like, do we really have to do like a? you, well, know, you all do the, the whole thing, the whole test and everything. They're like, sir, you Put know, your if,
0: elbows on the bed. You know, how
1: much can you get? I listened to the radio and I hear Big Lou will give you millions <laughs> if you just call him. Right? <laughs> right, exactly. Can't believe we're giving him a shout out, but but no, from an NFL recap that we did uh that I that I did see. So Patriots still three and zero. Uh, which is not shocking. Uh, the Chiefs are still 3-0, uh, 25 points in 24 straight games, which is an NFL record. Uh, Brady actually has the second most touchdown passes in, in NFL history, passing Drew Brees. Uh, the Packers are still 3-0. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is looking good. Uh, where else? Cowboys 3-0. Didn't look great at the beginning of that game, but Prescott – Fastest quarterback to reach seventy-five yards passing or seventy-five career touchdown passes. They're three and zero. The Buffalo Bills, baby, yeah, three and zero. They're actually for those of you that haven't listened to all the episodes, you'll remember. I think I have them in my third or fourth favorite team because when I was a kid, they had the same colors and and practically the same logo as my Pop Warner team. And you and oh, I grew seriously? up. And I wanted yeah. to be a little different. Obviously, I love the Bears. You know, I'm in Chicago, sure. but I. I loved the offense that the Bills ran back in the day when they went to four Super Bowls in a row. Oh yeah, uh, just loved that offense. The Forty Nine ers are three and zero. Look out! Wow. Uh, and then the the Chargers, the hometown team, gets outscored twenty to three in the second half to lose to the Texans. So it felt bad for for them. Um, Oh, I have, a, you,
0: I have a quick NFL question. Sure. There's a team. Uh,
1: this is producer, Dan. Oh, sorry. There's a team, I, have, um, I, didn't, I thought you didn't think <laughs> you were at the show today. Thanks for joining us. I just
0: woke up. I had a little. <laughs> you know, is the, there's a team called the Bulls, right?
1: Uh, In the NFL? No. Who are the Bulls? Chicago Bulls from the NBA. Oh, that's basketball? Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Thing. Why? What was, where, where's well, because your...
0: there's this thing all over the internet now that if you take the Bulls logo and turn it upside down. It looks like a robot violating a crab. Wow. Have you seen that? No. I'll put it on the website for this okay. episode. Yeah, I, I can't wait
1: and to see you know what it kind of does? It's a very cute robot doing a horrible thing to a crab. Wow. Thanks for bringing that in. It's a total, it really... Completely not the right unnecessary. Spot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, thanks yeah, for that. Sorry. So on the major league playoff push, uh, no real changes. No top, No changes at to the top. But the Cubs have officially shit the bed. And that's baseball. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a baseball. That's a baseball. Wait, who, um, who shit the bed? The Cubs. Yeah, they haven't. I think they lost five in a row. They had a three game set against the the Cardinals, lost them all, uh, and now the Brewers. I mean, are, are ahead by three and a half games. And it does not looking good for the Cubs to make the playoffs. And the Indians on the American League Wild Card race are actually looking like they might make the playoffs and knock the Tampa Bay Rays out. So if that happens, I'm going to be super disappointed. However, we always have the hometown Dodgers, yeah, because they're already in the playoffs. And maybe it's this year. Maybe it's the year for the Dodgers. I, I'm 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 forecasting Please? a Dodgers Yankees World Series. Oh, that'd be so! The baseball so world good. would spontaneously combust. It'd be so good, though. Uh, that would be that'd be really cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah. So, okay, now let's slide over to the pop culture and- section. Teach you, teach you, teach you. <laughs> I actually love this song. <laughs> <laughs> have you We're ever been? Have you ever you. been to a wedding where this did not get played? <laughs> Seriously, have yeah, you? Yeah, probably not. I mean, probably like not a chance.
0: There they are. Not a chance, oh, and, and this is—you so can't
1: beat it because then you get all the, all the, all the heavyset relatives yes. get out there and start. You know, like yeah, you can tell they don't dance do the, a lot, right? Exactly. <laughs> You're like that's there's the one—the one. the alcohol lubricant and a and a that, wedding, the, you, That's you know, the only that's move need. that. Anybody can do that in the uh what the Macarena, right? Yes. Don't play that. Don't do. No. Don't you dare. Or that chicken thing. Dude, yeah, don't play no. another other one of those. No, no, we're gonna, no. Uh, we're going to save everybody here. Okay, on the pop culture side, we, as we mentioned last week, we're going to move. We move. We're moving Antonio Brown to the pop culture from here on out because because <laughs> yeah. that's where he fits. That's where he, That's where he fits. He gets released. Okay. And now he's saying that he's not playing football anymore. He's arguing for some money. But at the end of the day, this dude has lost in the matter of, I don't know, a month. He went from being guaranteed 30 some million dollars by just shutting up and playing for the Raiders. Yeah. To now being out of football. And I think the statistic is now that he may make just under $200,000.
0: Which he'll blow through next weekend. I well, I would hey, imagine. and
1: I, I don't want to put him in the uh, in the in the bucket of um, you know professional athletes that blow their money fast. However, maybe he's got a bunch of you know, investments that yeah, are just think, taking off. So? But I I I don't know. Yeah, I'm not optimistic he's about it. Startups. He says Silicon he doesn't Valley. want to yeah, play sure. football anymore, but then his agent, his agent, saying. Oh, we're, we're 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 excited to find his yeah. next team.
0: Can you imagine being his agent? Like, no, no he's yeah. just he's yeah. just
1: don't he's just kidding. Yeah, because he, he's, he's just just call a, me on Monday because no, it, yeah. it's yeah, yeah the thing with the, yeah it's, well because like, his agent is probably saying I'm not going to be able to get rid of this guy if he really doesn't want to play football anymore. He's still going to think of that I'm his agent and he's still going right. to need my help. Right. I can't and, and I I can't just let him just just ignore him. Yeah, but that agent just got f out of so much money. Oh, God, yeah.
0: So much money.
1: Yeah, so we'll keep our keep our finger on that pulse, because it's not going anywhere, because now with social media, the guy's still going to get uh, a voice. And now he's starting to throw people under the bus, like his ex-quarterback uh, from Pittsburgh. He's bringing up his pre- previous uh, uh, sexual misconduct. Oh, really? He's throwing anybody under the bus on his way out. Is that Ratzenberger? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Roethlisberger. And uh, and he's, he threw Shannon Sharp under the, uh, under the bus uh, uh, today. He threw Robert Kraft under the bus that everybody Gosh. already knew. I mean, he's going down. This guy's going down in flames. Anyway, next one. Remember Storm Area 51? That oh, come had, on. Guess how many people showed up? Barely okay, for, 200. We, yeah. And it was supposed to be like a
0: million and, and a million half. Or two million. People signed oh, up. Was it was supposed to be two yeah. million? And it was how many? A buck 50? <laughs> barely,
1: barely 200, they said. Oh, God, yeah. that's bad. Um, however, did you know that this week a Navy... The Navy officially admitted that aliens exist. No. Yep. No. Uh-huh. What did they say? They it, it, they formally admitted that the, what you're seeing is officially unidentified flying objects because they were made uh, declassified. So people have now been able to see. A bunch of Navy pilots basically couldn't oh, take it yeah, anymore. Because, of course, right? The they Navy has pilots. Right. So they couldn't take it anymore. Like A, a group of them... Couldn't take it anymore. The fact that they were like no one would listen to them. So Maverick and
0: Goose and And those guys. guys. They all finally yeah. Slider
1: right and Wolfman right. (laughs) And if if whoever at this particular moment can name every single guy in Top Gun. Will be abducted. By huge aliens. shout out to you! <laughs> yeah, look out, they're coming for you. Um, okay, I can't. That's I can't amazing. believe I didn't. Can't do them all. So, and I was listening to Barstool Sports on Saturday, getting ready for the big UCLA game, and uh, they dedicated a whole episode for like two hours straight to nope. aliens. Good. And they're one of the girls. I forget her name, but she was, and she had a huge point. And I completely agree with her. How is this not bigger news? Like, yeah. it's our government is officially admitted that there are aliens.
0: That, yeah, we, I, that we cannot I hadn't heard
1: anything about it, right? But be, that they officially admitted it, and that you can. But there, no one's really focusing on it. Yeah, like let okay, let's see the reports. Let's see some pictures. Let's. Well, t- they're, they're already in there. And, oh and, my and, God, and, are you serious? And unfortunately for me, my AD. wife, and anyone that has to listen to me every now and then, for better or worse, <laughs> through this whole process, I have now found out of a, of a website called the Black Vault. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Where their tagline is this exposing government secrets one page at a time. Nice. And I am so. Oh, I got to dig into I am so boy. concerned about the future of my life that I, I just. I got to try. It's almost like a drug. You just got to stay away. The black vault. You just got to stay okay, away.
0: I got to write that down.
1: So, but uh, so, yeah, every now and then I'll trickle out some things I find on the black vault. But can, we, we are in agreement, though. The fact that na- the Navy admits that, that it's not, it should be a little bit bigger news.
0: No, it should be the front of the front of the front page of everything, every
1: website, every everything. Right. Because it's kind of a big deal. A little bit. So, okay. Uh, on a on a on a more somber note, Conrad Hilton died this week at 91 and left 97 percent of his two point four two point three billion dollar fortune to his foundation. Oh, Whew. That's good news, right? I think it's great. I thought you were going to say Paris Hilton. No, I, it just, they, they, oh, okay, they're they cool. doing just fine. But uh, So the 3%, which is still a lot of money, yeah, yeah, if you think about it, fortunes. <laughs> goes yeah. to like 16 grandkids and a couple great right, grandkids right. and all that. So, you I'm know, sure they're fine. Secretly, well, remember we talked you know. about her birthday party that one time? Yeah. Yeah, she'll probably go through that and her New Year's party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, okay, uh, let's move over to uh, politics. Um, and actually- Not a lot going on this week in politics, or at least that I kept up with this week. Um, But it does look like there's going to be a big problem with the Ukraine deal in Biden and the connection with the Clintons. Because of the dentures? (laughs) No, not the dentures. He got away with that. That didn't become that big of a deal. Oh, yeah. Wow. But no, the new one is is apparently some shady dealings in Ukraine. Um, We'll see. And then de Blasio, uh, you saw he dropped out. The yes, mayor of New York, yes. which was not shocking. Not shocking yeah. and, and by the way, I mean, I'm never going to run for president, but I do have uh, uh, at least one friend that I think will someday. um But what were some of those? What were some of the Democratic nominees thinking?
0: Well, you think they they did they really <laughs> think in
1: in in their wildest
0: dreams. Like, what do you mean, like the crazy lady and De Blasio, and
1: yeah, yeah, and even uh, even what's his face? Uh, why do why do I he uh, he was uh, the veto? Yeah, like even even O'Rourke. Like, does he really think he has a chance to become president of the United States? Uh, he, forget president. I, I can the nominee, the nominee of right, the
0: Democratic like, Party. I understand how some people might want him to be, but then but you just I have to listen to him speak. Yeah, and I uh, yeah, I don't think he has a chance. Right. Not in the current climate, especially, no. No
1: way. No. So but and he's not even the worst. I just I'm like, where do you wake up and say, I just want to go get myself slapped in the face consistently <laughs> right, over and year. over and over and over and over. Yeah. yeah. I I guess I gotta give you credit for your but that talk about being power hungry. Right? Yeah. Like, it takes a very special kind
0: of megalomaniac to become president. No matter which side. No, of, of, of course, you're on. Yeah, of course. I like, mean, there's, you, the biggest megalomaniac big
1: in the in the biggest megalomaniac ever is, is president now. So yes. I mean, you know, come on. But yes. uh, I just you know, it's, every time somebody drops out, we're going to bring that up. Yeah, we're going. It's have. about freaking time, dude. Yeah. Okay, so let's pack our bags for the travel section. <laughs> okay not much travel for me this week however i do have to throw in a good humble brag here because uh you know Anytime you can fit in a good humble brag, Absolutely. you got to do it. So I literally had to back out of a trip on a $50 million private jet to go to Washington, D.C. to watch the Bears play on Monday night football tomorrow.
0: Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Can
1: we unpack that for a second? Yeah. You had to turn down. I already had said yes, and then I had to call him up and say I can't go anymore. And here's why. On a private jet to Washington, D.C.? Yes. Okay. So, because I needed to help my wife set up a tent for my... 7-year-old's back to school camping outing.
0: Okay, can I can and, I just say something before you tell the story? <laughs> that I'm a great dad. No. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you couldn't just call me? I will go to your house <laughs> if you have the chance to be on a fifty million so, dollar private jet. I think I can swing by your pad.
1: Well, you put, know, it's Dan, probably one of those self erecting. It, self-erecting it tents wasn't too, the first right? time, and it wasn't the last time. Oh, okay. And that's where the humble brag comes out. But and and actually, that was that was a big part of it because I did want to help my wife get it all set up. But and by the way, your super tent, dad, the tent technology nowadays. If you have a tent in your garage that is not literally less than one year old, throw it away okay don't ever use another tent that is less than a year old because the new tents practically you practically just throw them out on the ground and they open up on their own it's spectacular and they're multi-roomed like tiny houses this one fits right? four people and i literally took me 5 minutes to put it up less it says on the box less than 30 seconds and i believe i could have done it and i didn't want to sweat <laughs> <laughs> and it took me. It, t- it took me less than five minutes to put it up, and it took me five minutes to take it down. Yeah, and it fit in the bag. No, yes, that because you, you know how that is. Now, is it like a kid's toy tent that you kind of no. squeeze it? And it, it, spin it can it handle hundred mile in. an hour winds in a monsoon. It's, it's like a, wow. one. Of, it's a Coleman that says all this. It's practically you can use it to be a It'll, real camper. You can live in it, basically. Yeah, you could probably live in it, and probably plenty of people do in Los Angeles. So, um, so that actually, that was just a big piece, but I also, my wife is going out of town tomorrow for another four days. That'll make nine days in three weeks that she's gone, and I've had to do the kid's hair to go to school, and uh, <laughs> I have gotten so much better, though. I bet. I've gotten so much better. It's uh, it's not even funny. So, I, I it was going to be tough, and then I'm leaving on Wednesday to actually go to um, uh, the first PGA event, the Safeway Open up in Silver up in Napa, nice. so she's going to be gone for four days and I'm going to be gone for four days and I would have had to be it gone for four days right. you know, so yeah. and, and I did definitely get some brownie points at home Totally, I mean, big time. Oh, really? Big time. Yes. Oh, so really we haven't talked. <laughs> big <laughs> shut, time, brownie points. Up. We haven't. Uh, we haven't talked much about uh, uh, any other sports besides football and baseball. But we're definitely looking forward to doing a recap on golf ne- next week. So, finally, we're going to cross over to Brooklyn's Bridge for the last part of the show. We hope you stick around because then you're going to know. Yeah. I know, you know, I, I, that was a, for, you didn't sorry. tell me you were going to throw that in there this week, but I don't but, hate it, but I, I don't know if I You don't can, need it 17 times a I don't know if I can deal with it in episode 32. <laughs> um, so, quick recap, again, keep a pause, seven pause laws oh, yeah. for all the new listeners, so keep a it. positive attitude at all times. Number two, don't forget to pause and reflect. Number three, always position yourself for success. That's what we're going to focus on tonight. Mm. Number 4 remember a round of a pause. Number 5 everyone needs some apostles. Number 6 never play possum and number 7 feel the pause in effect. So, this week I want to connect the dots with what happened in the Washington state game and what I think needs to happen going forward and also by by also adding an additional line in this particular environment mm-hmm. to the pause law number 3, okay, oh, for this connection. Okay. And that is stand by your position. OK, which Chip Kelly continues to do with DTR, in which I, I again commend. All right. He in his interview after the game, he said DTR is, is a great quarterback and always has been. He crushed the record books up in Washington State. And I and I hope to God we can see. Uh, some of that positivity that happened in the third and fourth quarter at the beginning of the game in Arizona, because I believe that that needs to that chip needs to continue to put DTR in a put in that position to be successful like he did when the game was pretty much over and there was no much pre- no more pressure. Right, okay, so he had the game moving faster he's he's like he he let d t r like d t r everybody knows that he doesn't have a lot of experience. he only played one year in high school and he didn't get to play every game last year he's he he's still inexperienced and he's still young, so you got to make it a little bit more you know a little bit easier on him to just play the game right, yeah, and I thought that happened naturally because we were getting our asses kicked, so whether or not chip can because chip again is very d- data analytical and whether and 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 f- from what i've seen very set in his ways so whether or not he can try and uh, continue to Put DTR in those positions that are going to make him successful from the beginning of the game. I think is going to be a huge challenge for him. Just by the uh, uh, you know side note, but uh, I think and I and I really do think it's going to be harder than I than you think um, to simplify some of those things when you have such a genius offensive mind, right? Right. So it's like 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 we've talked about it before. Like, you know, I got a Lamborghini and you want me to drive it slow, right? You know, so. Right. But he has clearly put all his eggs in the DTR basket. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I hope to God it becomes Easter Sunday. Right. Okay. (laughs) Seriously, (laughs) like I I am. I yeah. I I'm I'm not because it feels great. This yeah, feels great. It feels pretty good. You know, even though we got lucky, it still feels great. Yeah. I'll take it all day long. <laughs> um, so, and, and I would say, you know, and I also try and connect to what's going on, you know, for me personally, I realized that I need to focus on number three more myself. Seriously. Like we talked about the strength finder before and focusing on your strengths. Yeah. I have uh, been getting out of my strength zone and I'm going to take, put, I'm putting this on myself to make sure that I go and get myself in the best position for success uh, uh, personally. Uh, and, and and I want I'm going to go take a nice healthy shot of selfishness. Yeah. So that I think that I can make myself, along with my organization, stronger. So just a, you know, just a little challenge to all the listeners out there. If you've been putting it off, or you or you think that you may not be in the best position that you could be in with your organization, hey, maybe give it a shot. So. Uh, I hope the chip can continue to be the the, the QB whisperer <laughs> and continue to put DTR in a positive position. Uh, and and again, I I will still take a lucky win any day of the week compared to what's happened so far this season and what happens last, happened last year. So, <sighs> thanks for hanging in there with us. Sunday night, can't wait to go check if my big bet with the Rams and Browns yeah. is working out. Uh, We'll see. We'll definitely have to recap that next week. So with that, I hope you will all look for an oasis in the desert with me. And remember, when you keep a positive attitude, something's always brewing.